Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And yes, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is great and he is greatly to be praised on this Tell It Like It Is Thursday. Glory to God. And some of y'all might be viewing this on Friday, but I did record it on Thursday. Glory to God. And so, y'all, oof. I just thank God for being alive and well. Thank you, Jesus. Because I just heard some news yesterday, um, just really tragic, um, about a young man, uh, 19 years old, uh, that was just randomly shooting people, just randomly shooting people. Some of them uh, passed away. Um, some of them uh, was severely injured. And it's really, really sad. And this happened in the Memphis area. Um, it's just really, really sad. But these are the last of the last days. And I just want y'all to be in prayer for the families, uh, the victims, and also for this young man. Because you can tell that he, he, uh, he's suffering from some mental problems. And I love everybody. I don't want to see nobody go to hell. And so... I pray that hopefully he'll find the Lord and um, be saved. But uh, you can tell that, oh, this was an act of the enemy, which is the devil. And a lot of people don't like to say that, but we're, we're not giving the devil glory. But you need to know that we are in spiritual warfare. And the devil, he don't care who you are. He don't care how old you are. He will take over your mind. He will, he will influence you to do evil things because that's who he is. The devil only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's in the Bible in John 10 and 10. So, God, Jesus come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And he was just so excited about, because they showed a Facebook of what, whatever kind of clip it was. But he was just so excited about killing people. And you know, this is a work of the enemy, which is the devil. And so, I don't want to drag his name down the bus. So I'm not going to say his name. But I will say that I am praying that this young man, that he will be saved. Because you don't know what, I mean, I don't know what his past experience is in his life. Or if he was on uh, some type of drug or just anything. And we, and young people, y'all need to know, stay off the drugs. Like, lay off the drugs. And stop listening to this worldly music. I'll continue to say that because demonic spirits is being channeled through the music as well. So lay off that music. Lay off these violent games. Lay off being around people that are evil. Lay off the drugs again. Because it's, it's a lot of factors that can influence you to do evil. Or you open yourself up to be possessed by a demon. And then you be then woke up the next day and be like... I did all this. Okay, you opened yourself up to a demon. And then when he let you loose, it's just he he already used you up. And now you're going to be left to suffer the consequences in person. Um, but even through that, like, hey, even through that, God still can redeem you. And he can redeem your story. You need to cry out to him. But I'm really like, Lord, please save our young people, save our older people, save our our young adults because Satan ain't playing. And the Bible say like in the last days that these type of things will be happening. These type of things will like the people um will be like this. And then he said the Bible also say it's gonna be like in the days of Noah where it was like evil continually and it's just 
when that happened in Noah's day, God wiped off all the people on the earth except for Noah and his family and some of the animals. So we just need to know that Jesus is soon to come because Satan, Satan knows he only have a short time. And so that's why he's trying to take out as many as he can. But I'm telling y'all, we have to keep our souls right with God because we never know when our last day on this earth is. So I encourage you to be born again. Repent of your sins. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That is how you become a child of God and continue to obey the Holy Scriptures. Glory to God. Because I'm telling y'all, our only protection against Satan is through the power of the Holy Ghost and through the power of the Word of God. So we must, we must have it. And when we go out, we fully equipped with the arm of God. That's found in Ephesians. Because we are powerless against Satan unless we had the power of the Holy Ghost. So I encourage you to receive you the Holy Ghost for real. Now, tell it like it is Thursday. Y'all, tell it like it is Thursday. I, I have a topic and I have to make sure I quote this right because how it was given to me strategically strategically positioned for divine interception strategically positioned for divine interception intercept means to stop seize or interrupt in progress intercept means to stop seize or interrupt in progress so i'm taking my time with this because just like satan he have imps or however you want to call them uh God, Satan used people and he put them in strategic positions to have the most influence and impact on our young people, young adults and adults. God strategically places us, places, like places us in certain positions. And so let me read my introduction. God is placing us in strategic positions of power and influence in the earth. God is placing us in strategic positions of power and influence in the earth. It is for us to represent the kingdom of God and to stop the devil's agenda. Why is he putting us in these places of power? Let me say it again. To represent the kingdom of God and to stop the devil's agenda. And I will add to bring God glory so when god put us in these positions it's not for us to go along with worldly activities it's not for us to go along with the world it's not for us to go along with the devil's agenda but it's for us to represent god in that area of influence to give him glory and to stop the devil's agenda because some things that we're going to be able to stop because of the position that we are in and it's not time for us to shut our mouth because who knows if we was chosen for such a time as this. So God is not placing us in these positions for us to get the big head, get the big head and all of this. Excuse me, y'all. My ears is get the big head or anything of that nature. No, he's placing us in these positions for he so he can get the glory and so we can represent him. So others can be joined, joined so others can join the kingdom of God and so we can stop satan's agenda because oh he have an agenda and so i'm telling y'all 
if, if wherever you're at in the world, okay, wherever you're at, whatever position that God has placed you in, take it serious because I'm a school teacher and I take it serious that I have the power to influence those that are around me. I have that power. So I need to represent God to the fullest, not myself, but represent God to the fullest so others would want to be saved. Or even know they'll have a chance to be saved, but it'll be their decision whether or not they want to accept or reject the truth. But at least I was a walking and living testimony of God's power. And so that's what we have to remember. And God is placing all of us, if you're not now in these positions, these government positions, it's not for us to go along to get along with policies that are contrary to the word of God. No, it's not. And some people are like, oh, God don't have nothing to do with politics. You a lie. Shut up. Yes, he do. Because if you put us in these positions, we, we don't need to go along to get along. It'll be a shame if you have Christians that sit in on places of power to um, help contribute to the law and they vote for abortion or they vote for same-sex marriage or they vote for all of, anything that's not right, that's contrary to God's law. So God is putting us in positions so we can have some power. So we can live a quiet and peaceable life. The saints. So we need to, when we are put in these positions, represent God. Represent God. Don't act like you don't know that you represent the kingdom of God because God will take that position from you and he'll raise somebody else up that's going to represent him in the earth. So we need to take these things serious. I don't care what position you are in. If you have a position where you are in charge of powerful decisions, you need to make the right godly choice. You need to make the right godly choice and you need to represent Jesus to the fullest. And so that brings me to the story of Esther. This is how I'm relating this to the story of Esther. Now, if you don't know who Esther is, you need to go and research that and how she became queen. But Esther is a Jew. Esther Esther was or is, in that time, Esther is a Jew. And she um, was able to obtain a queen position in which she was in like a... a she wasn't around other Jews. These people was not Jews. Okay. And so she was brought out from her familiar surroundings and placed in a palace um, as queen. Okay. So that's why we call her anyway, Queen Esther. But I'm telling you, God strategically placed her in this position. At that time, she probably was like, why am I being, you know, like, I mean, I would ask, I don't know what her thinking was, but like, why would God take me around away from my, you know, my upbringing and all of this to place me here with these people that don't worship the one true God? Why? But anyway, uh, God took her out of her immediate surroundings for a purpose. For a purpose. So you need to remember that too. A lot of times you don't understand why God is raising you up in certain positions. But you have to represent him to the fullest. And just be content with where you are at. It might not be the most favorable position that you think that it is. You know, you be like, no, I don't want to be here. But it's God placed you there for a divine mission. For a divine reason. For divine interception. 
because the devil is plotting things against people against god's people and that is why god is placing certain one of us in position of power to help save the rest of us so you don't, you don't get the big head and get up in position and be like no i don't even know you you don't even act like a saint no more you looking down on people what no god did not put you in position in a position of power not to help your fellow church people he puts you in that position of power so you can represent him and intercept the 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 agenda of the devil. So we're gonna go on. I ain't gonna I'm not gonna make this long, but I, I need to get to the point. So of course, things just can't go smoothly. We're gonna see why Esther was placed in this position. Okay, so it was a man in the Bible named Haman. Haman. So Haman got mad because Mordecai, Mordecai would not bow down to him. Everybody else was bowing down to him, but Mordecai refused to bow down to him. Why? Because the Jews, Mordecai's a Jew, the Jews was always taught, like, you don't bow down to nobody except for the one true God. And Haman is not a God, but Haman was like an official under King Exorcist, King Exorcist. But Mordecai refused to bow down to him like no and so he got very angry and not only did he want to kill Mordecai but he wanted to take out he wanted to take out the whole Jewish population he wanted to take out the whole Jewish population and so he Haman devised a plan Haman devised a plan and went to the king and said there's a certain race of people scattered throughout the provinces of your empire who keep themselves separate from everyone else. Their laws are different from those of any other people, and they refuse to obey the laws of the king. So it is not in the king's interest to let him let them live. If it please the king, issue a decree that they be destroyed. And I will give 10,000 large sacks of silver to the government administrators to, to be deposited in the royal treasury. The king agreed. Now, the king didn't even know what group of people he was talking about. He didn't know. But he agreed to this. And so he agreed. All right. So now it's, it's, it's law. Okay. It's law that this was about to happen. Um, let's see. So... It was a done deal. It didn't matter. It say it's it was including the young, all the Jews, all the Jews, the young, the old, the women, children must be killed, slaughtered, and nearly and annihilated. So the decree was made. It was a done deal. The king approved of it. I tell y'all, that's it. Esther three one through fifteen. So this man, I'm telling y'all. This man got so mad. And that is the devil. The devil is like that today. Like, he's not He's not just wanting to kill and destroy one of us. He's trying to take all the church people down. So, it's like, you got to be careful. You have to be careful and, and don't be a person that the devil will use. But I'm telling you, in this situation, the devil didn't want to just take one down. Not one of God's people. He wanted to kill all. 
And we have to understand the agenda of the enemy. And I keep telling my children, I keep telling those I come in contact with, he only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So don't take the devil's handouts. And see, the trick of the it's just the trick of the enemy. He's mad because we won't bow down to his nasty laws. He's mad because we won't turn back to him. So he'll do anything in his power to take, if he can't, he want to just take all of us down. All of us. It's not a one thing. But the gates of hell, the Bible always say the gates of hell should not prevail against the church. So he can try and he's going to keep trying, y'all. So it's like if you let him take control of you, that's on you. But the gates of hell would never prevail against the church. Glory to God. And so anyway, got mad. Because they separated, they follow their own law. That is us today. The devil will use people. And they'll be so mad because you're obeying God's law. Because you refuse to bow down to the world, the worldly agenda and the devil's agenda. They be mad at you, the God in you. And they'll accuse you before other people because they're mad at the God in you. And little do they know the devil is using them. But the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Remember that. I don't care what he brought. That's why God is putting us in these positions. Glory to God. So we're going to go to Esther 4. Mordecai. Okay. So Mordecai is going to tell Esther. Mordecai. Mordecai is going to tell. No, Mordecai not going to tell Esther. He's going to send someone to tell Esther because she's in the palace. With the king. And again, Esther is a Jew. Okay? Alright, so Mordecai asked Hatchet to show like the decree to Esther and explain the situation to her. He also asked Hatchet to direct her to go to the king to beg for mercy and plead for her people. So Hatchet returned to Esther with Mordecai's message. Then Esther told Hatchet to go back and relay this message to Mordecai. So this is what Esther is telling Hatchet to tell Mordecai. All the king's officials and even the people in the provinces know that anyone who appears, appears before the king in his inner court without being invited is doomed to die unless the king's hold out his gold scepter. And the king has not called for me to come to him for 30 days. So Esther is trying to explain to Hatchet to tell Mordecai Hey, I have to have a permission or invitation to come to the king. I can't just come to the king and be like, have mercy on our people. No, I have to be invited. Okay, I have to be invited. And so let's see what Mordecai is going to respond back. So Hatchet gave Esther message to Mordecai. Mordecai sent another reply back to Esther. Don't think for a moment that because you're in the palace, you will escape when all the other Jews are killed. If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place, but you and your relatives will die. So who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. And the King James Version was like, who knows if you were chosen like for such a time as this. Okay, so Mordecai like, hey, you didn't got in this position. Don't think just because you're here 
that you're going to be saved. No, 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 no. If you hold your peace, if you don't speak up right now in such like now, you and your relatives going to die and God is going to raise up somebody else to deliver us. Whew. So then Esther sent a reply back to Mordecai and said, Go and gather together all the Jews of Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will do the same. And then, though it is against the law, <laughs> I will go in to see the king. If I must die, I must die. So Mordecai went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. Uh, Esther 4, 8 through 17. So, <laughs> oh girl, change your mind. Oh girl, change your mind. Because I'm telling y'all, that's like us today. You cannot get in these positions and if God is telling you to say something or God is telling you to do something, you got to do it. And I thank God for, hey, Mordecai stood up and she changed her mind. And was like, hey, okay, well, I know it's against law, but if I die, I die. And another version of the Bible say, if I perish, I perish. If I perish, I perish. And he told, and she told them to go on a fast. And so I'm telling y'all, fasting is still necessary. And so sometimes you have to go back to the church. Go back to church. Hey, fast for me. This is, I'm up against this at work. I'm up against this in my family. I'm up against this in a community. I need y'all to fast for me. Fast with me. Because Esther said that she was going to fast too. Fast with me on this. And if I go down, if I lose my job, if if all of this, y'all forgive me, my thing is, my computer is low. If if I lose my job, if I lose my job, whatever happens, hey, I I, I take it. If I perish, I perish. But hey, I got to I got to represent the kingdom. I got to say what God is telling me to say. I got to say my other church, my other members of the church. So I'm telling y'all. Listen, you got to stand up for what you believe according to the word of God. And and I know I'm like, Lord, I need you to help me right now because I know things are coming up against the school district and teaching and all of that, especially with like this um, um, transsexual uh transsexuals and um gays and lesbians and how they want us to talk to them and all of this and 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 y'all i love everybody but if you was born a girl i'm still gonna call you she and your name like i'm not no this is this is who you are so i'm like lord help me help me help me help me and if, if it's for me to get out let me know. Lead me and guide me on what you want me to do and how you want me to do. But I cannot go along to get along when the Bible says this. And so we got to be made. If you ain't in a tight situation where you got to stand up uh, for your for your um, for what you believe in Christ according to the word of God, you need to be praying because I'm praying right now. I'm praying for my other brothers and sisters in Christ that that may be coming up against these type of things. We have to stand for holiness. We have to stand for righteousness and we have to stand on the word of God. No, don't talk down on nobody. Do not lose your job on purpose. Some of you represent kingdom. No, you be led of the spirit and what God wants you to do and what he wants you to say. Glory to God. And so anyway, so Esther was like, okay, well, I'm going to see the king. If I perish, I perish. Glory to God. And so she changed her mind when Mordecai came back with that reply. So anyway, stand up for what you believe in. Because she was sent there 
she got strategically placed her for divine interception. Divine interception. So it wasn't no time for her to be quiet and hold her peace. It was a reason because God knew that this evil Haman was going to plot this. So he had her there to help save her people. Women, let God use you. Let God use you. Turn your life to God. Don't let no man use you up and the devil use you up. Let God use you because he's placing us in strategic positions to be used by him. Glory to God. Now, now we're about to see something else about to happen. In Mordecai's favor. This is found in Ephesians, I mean, Esther 6. That night, the king had trouble sleeping. So he ordered an attendant to bring the book of the history of his reign so it could be read to him. In those records, he discovered an account of how Mordecai had exposed the plot of Bigthana and Teresh, two of the eunuchs who guarded the door to the king's private quarters. They had plotted to assassinate King Exeter. What reward or recognition did we ever give Mordecai for this? The king asked. His attendants replied, nothing has been done for him. Who is that in the outer court? The king inquired. As it happened, Haman had just arrived in the outer court of the palace to ask the king to impale Mordecai on the pole he had prepared. So all Mordecai was preparing to hang old. I mean, Haman was preparing to hang old Mordecai. So the attendants replied to the king, Haman is out in the court. Bring him in. The king ordered. So Haman came in and the king said, what should I do to honor a man who truly pleases me? Haman thought to himself, who would the king wish to honor more than me? So he thought it was him. So he replied, if the king wishes to honor someone, he should bring out one of the king's own royal robes, as well as a horse that the king himself has written, one with a royal emblem on his head. That the robes and the horses be handed over to one of the king's most noble officials. And let him see that the man whom the king wishes to honor is dressed in the king's robes and led through the city square on the king's horse. <laughs> he thought it was him. I tell you. Have the officials sound as they go. This is what the king does for someone he wishes to honor. Excellent, the king said to Haman. Quick. Take the robes and my horse and do just as you have said for Mordecai, the Jew who sits at the gate of the palace. Leave out nothing you have suggested. Ooh, I bet Haman was so mad. So Haman took the robes and put them on Mordecai, placed him, at, placed him on the king's own horse, and led him through the city square shouting, This is what the king does for someone he wishes to honor. Afterward, Mordecai returned to the palace gate. But Haman hurried home, dejected and completely humiliated. That's Esther 6, 1 through 12. So anyway, Mor they had found in the history books that Mordecai had um, exposed the plot of someone, of two people who was about to kill King Exerceres. And so the king wanted to honor the person who did this. And so he asked Haman. It's a summary. Haman was like, what should we do? What should we do for a person like this? But he never said Mordecai. And so anyway, he explains all this stuff. Um, Haman explains all this stuff to the king. And he actually does all that good stuff for Mordecai. Isn't it so wonderful? So he was honored. Mordecai was honored, which is a Jew. He was honored on his day. So 
I'm telling see, you just don't. <laughs> Glory to God. You don't have to worry about the plots of the enemy. You don't have to worry about God will intercept what the enemy has set up. Oh, glory to God. See, Haman thought he was about to get out of, but it was Mordecai the king was talking about. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. So y'all just keep standing up for Jesus and refuse to bow down to Satan's agenda. All right. So now we're going to go to the part where, okay, the king's decree gave the Jews in every city authority. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before that part. All right, so the king and Haman went to Queen Esther's banquet. On this second occasion, while they were drinking wine, the king again said to Esther, Tell me what you want, Queen Esther. What is your request? I will give it to you, even if, even if it is half the kingdom. Queen Esther replied, If I have found favor with the king, so now Queen Esther is talking to the king. If I have found favor with the king, and it pleases the king to grant my request, I ask that my life and the lives of my people will be spared. See, now it's her time to speak up. And she did. For my people and I have been sold to those who would kill, slaughter, and annihilate us. If we had merely been sold as slaves, I could remain quiet. For that would be too trivial a matter to warrant disturbing the king. Who would do such a thing, King Esther demanded? Who would be so presumptuous as to touch you, Esther? Esther replied, the wicked Haman is our adversary and our enemy. Haman grew pale with fright before the king and queen. <laughs> then the king jumped his feet in a rage and went out into the palace garden. Haman, however, stayed behind to plead for his life with Queen Esther. For he knew that the king intended to kill him. In despair, he fell on the couch where Queen Esther was reclining. Just as the king was returning from the palace garden, the king exclaimed, Will he even assault the queen right here in the palace before my very eyes? And as soon as the king spoke, his attendants covered Haman's face, signaling his doom. Then Harbana, one of the king eunuchs, said, Haman has set up a sharpened pole that stands 75 feet tall in his own courtyard. He intended to use it to impale Mordecai, the man who saved the king from assassination. See, all this was working out in their favor. Then impale Haman on it, the king ordered. So they impaled Haman on the pole he had set up for Mordecai, and the king's anger subsided. Esther 7, 1 through 10. So this is, y'all, this is a, so much of a point. Like the ditch. Or, or 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 the hanging pole you get for somebody else will be for you. So that's why you shouldn't do evil for evil. It's another important point. So Haman, oh, he was setting it up. He was setting the stage for the Jews to get annihilated. But that same pole that he got for Mordecai, he hung on it himself. So I don't want, now I'm not saying this. To wish evil on nobody. I'm saying this to say this. Don't worry about when things are plotted up against you. And a main point in this story is Esther was 
strategically positioned for divine interception. She was able to stop the plans of the enemy because she stood up for her people. And Haman ended up being destroyed. I don't want nobody to be destroyed. What I'm saying is you don't have to worry about the plots of the enemy. You just refuse to bow. You stand on your beliefs in God because God has chosen us for such a time as this to represent him in the earth, to bring him glory, to help our fellow members in the body of Christ. To help others join the body of Christ. And so if you shut your mouth and you hold your peace in such a time as this, God going to raise up somebody else that's going to stand up. And I thank God for raising me up because he knew I was going to keep my mouth shut. Mm-mm. No, I believe in God. I know God loves me and I love him back. And I'm going to stand up for what I believe according to God's holy word. Mm-mm. I know God is real and so is the devil and I'm not going to hell with him and I'm not representing him in any way no more. So I thank God and I'm telling y'all, learn, please learn the point of this story. We have been chosen for such a time as this and positioned for such a time as this to represent him in the kingdom of God. Glory to God. And so she stood up. She went to the king. She went to the king. And the, and the, 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 she went to the king and what Haman plotted backfired on him. So you don't have to worry. Don't worry about the plots. Of him. God is going to set you up to divinely intercept. And he's got, it's going to affect not just you, but your whole household and those others around you in the body of Christ. Glory to God. So let me tell y'all what happened also to the Jews, because, because, What's her name? Queen Esther stood up for her people and what she believed. Esther 8, 11, 15 through 17. The king's decree gave the Jews in every city authority. Gave the Jews in every city authorities to unite to defend their lives. They were allowed to kill, slaughter, and annihilate anyone of any nationality or province who might attack them or their children and wives, and to take the property of their enemies. Then Mordecai left the king's presence, wearing the royal robe of blue and white, the great crown of gold, and an outer cloak of fine linen and purple. And the people of Sisters celebrated the new decree. The Jews was filled with joy and gladness and were honored everywhere. See, ooh, glory. Don't bow. Don't bow. Don't bow. Let me say it again. The Jews were filled with joy and gladness and were honored everywhere. In every province and city, wherever the Jews' decrees arrived, the Jews rejoiced and had a great celebration and declared a public festival and holiday. And many of the people of the land became Jews themselves, but they feared what the Jews might do to them. See, you don't have to go alone to get alone. You don't have to get in these positions of power and act like you don't know God. You don't have to get in these positions and act like you don't know the word of God. You don't have to get in these positions and act like you don't know the ways of holiness. 
uh-uh. You can stand up for what you believe in according to God's word and you still going to be honored. And you still going to be honored. And you still going to be robed. Because we already are royalty because we belong to the royal family of God. So you don't have to bow down to Satan's plot and plan. You don't have to bow down to Satan's agenda. Women, God is placing us in positions of power. Positions of power for such a time as this. Not to act like we don't know what we're doing. Represent. Represent. You are a child of God. You are a daughter of King Jesus. Look like it. Talk like it. Dress like it. Be it. Because we're not in these positions of power or any position in the earth just to act like we are normal people. We're not normal. We are children of God. We are not of this world. And we are sent there to represent the kingdom of God. To bring glory to God. To lead others into the kingdom. Into the kingdom. So let's not get it twisted. Don't get the big head and forget your religious, not just religious, but your relationship with God, your holiness principles, your kingdom principles, the holiness standard. Don't get in with these people drinking and smoking and partying. All that. No, 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 no. You are a child of the king and he has set you apart. To represent him in that position of power. So let's not get it twisted. And if you're not in a position of power, God might place you in one. So make up your mind right now. I'm not going to defile myself with the world's, the worldly delicacies that's against God. I'm not saying you don't have to enjoy like food. I'm saying, don't you know what the word of God says? Live it. Live it. Don't compromise your values in Christ to fit in with these with people of the world that is doing wrong. You need to stand up for what you believe according to the Bible, according to kingdom principles. Because we only have a short time and, and we need to be shown the body of Christ. Need to make a difference in the earth so others will come to know Jesus in a saving way. Not just say, I know God. I love God. But you are not even saved. You're not even living a holy life. We have to show that this is real. God is real. The Holy Ghost is real. The Holy Ghost will change your life from the inside out. Jesus is coming soon. The Word of God is real. We have to show forth. Show forth. The praises of God who has called us out of darkness into this marvelous light. And how am I praising God? By representing him in the earth. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm thankful, Lord, that you placed me in this position. I'm thankful that I have a relationship with you. And I'm so thankful that, yes, I can represent you here at this time, at such a time as this. Don't shut your mouth up when it's time to open it up. So, I pray that someone was blessed from this from this uh message no i'm not a preacher but i am a teacher and i pray that somebody was blessed from hearing this and know that hey you make a difference you have been chosen for such a time as this wherever you are at in the earth 
whatever place that you are in, whatever job you are in, whatever career you are in, even if you are at home, you are chosen for such a time as this to represent the kingdom. And if you have children, you represent you represent the kingdom because then they're going to go out and represent the kingdom in whatever positions they are in, whether it's in school or the workforce or wherever they're at. So know that you have been strategically, let me get my whole title, strategically positioned for divine interception. Know that, believe that you have been strategically positioned for divine interception. Because even in the school, we had school shootings. And so I know that God got me, God got me. And I don't fear what man can do. I don't fear what man can do. Because if I go down, I'm going to go down with the testimony that Miss Wally lived a holy life. Like Miss Wally believed. She believed God. And she lived according to her faith. So anyway, I know that God had me as a voice in that school. And, and, and as an example in that school. So wherever you are at. It don't matter where you at in a home, school, work, wherever you are at. Represent Jesus. Represent the kingdom of God. Bring God glory through your life because you can intercept so many evil plots. Evil plots. I know I have intercepted some evil plots while I've been working at my jobs. God showed me the evil plots that Satan had. But because, hallelujah, because there was a kingdom presence there. Satan wasn't able to do what he thought he was about to do. And I give God the glory. Hallelujah. And so you got to know who you are. You have to walk in kingdom authority. Glory to God. And so mm -mm, I pray uh, again. I pray that this was a blessing to someone and walk in your kingdom of authority. You don't, don't be afraid of them because the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Stand up for what you believe in. Live what you believe in because you have been strategically positioned for divine interception. We're going to stop the agenda of the devil. We're going to stop it in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm -mm, you can't have our children. You can't have my students in the name of Jesus Christ. You, ooh, glory to God. You can't have our children in the name of Jesus Christ. And so, y'all, ooh. Y'all have a blessed rest of y'all night. Have if y'all need to know about how to receive salvation, contact me. Contact me. I will walk you through the steps of salvation. You need a church home. I belong to the City of Refuge Church under the leadership of Bishop Calvin C. Wally Sr. Glory to God. Well, I pray that everyone, everyone will have a blessed night. Peace out.